For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, everybody? I'm here with the one and only Benny Blades right here on Believe, B-L-E-A-V and Lions, right here on the Believe Podcasting Network, Detroit's number one sports podcasting network where we believe in the Detroit Lions, and by the end of this episode, so will you. We're stacking two wins on top of each other, coming off this win in the ATL. I was there in person. Great trip, great times, Lions fans everywhere, but I got... The legendary safety Benny Blades here with me to talk all about it. Benny, how you doing this week? I am doing wonderful this week, Derek. Like I told you on all of the shows that we do together. Now that Michigan is playing again, great win by the Wolverines. Great win by my. <laughs> you you got to play it, Benny. If I'm gonna play your you drops, I got to get the best fight song in college sports up there. there Michigan there you did go. work there, on there, Saturday. There. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, but, it, you know, my, my Hurricanes did squeak out a victory as well. There you go. I, I, I like it because you know it's all about that you, Benny. That's right. All about that you forever and a day. No doubt. Hey, Benny, guess what? We were in Atlanta. We actually found me and my buddy uh, who was down that way. We found a, a Michigan bar down in the ATL. We went in there. Maze and blue everywhere, people everywhere, great food, people just singing the fight song, had the screen uh, on 3-4, just gigantic screens. It was a great time. Got to watch it and uh, a big win by my football team against a ranked opponent. I was a little nervous, I'm not going to lie, but uh, they showed up big, which is good to see. <laughs> Look, like I, I tell you all the time, I don't care how you get it, it's all about that V. Okay, all about that I, V, baby. Um, so, so Michigan got a V, and the U got a V. So but we got to talk about. No, talk, most importantly, Derek. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. Our, our beloved Lions got that V. The Lions got that big V, that big W, whatever you want to call it, uh, in the ATL in dramatic fashion. So we're going to talk all about that. I got some questions I want to throw at Benny. But before we do that, Benny, we got to throw it to our sponsor, betonline.ag. Got to tell the people. Please go betonline at AG. And like I said, $5, $10. Bet on the Lions. Nine times out of 10, you'll win. So <laughs> go. Bet. I- I don't know about those percentages, Benny, but I do know that they got to go visit the website. If you if you're not gonna put it on the Lions, they got all types of other things to do. But uh, like I say, every week we tell everybody about it. We encourage them to go. So let's go ahead and do that, and then we're gonna come back and talk Lions football. I mean, are you fired up? You ready to do this this week? Derek, I'm always fired up to talk about my Lions, baby. Always. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt about it. Everybody, check out our sponsor. We'll be right back. 
The wait is finally over. Football is back. I mean, you might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Now, if you want to go big this year, put your money on the Detroit Lions. Yeah, you heard it here first, right on Believe in Lions. That's the way to go in 2020. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Everybody, we're back from the break. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our sponsor. Go go check out Benny Blades on social media. He's all over the place on social media. He's not tweeting left and right. We know that. But he's out there. Give him a follow. Go check him out on Instagram. And uh, Benny Blades 36 and, and Benny, the Lions did what they had to do. Well, we don't care what Atlanta's record was. We don't care that they had to kind of do it at, la- at the last moment. They went into a opposing stadium with fans with me in the building and they did what they had to do they got a w they ran the football a little bit matt stafford had quite a good game with yardage and came up big in the clutch i mean lots of good things to talk about in this ball game so what what were your main takeaways my main takeaways uh like i've always told you the line protected matt stafford matt stafford if we can always for the rest of the season keep matthew I'm sorry, I'm going to call him Matthew. Matthew upright. Our chances of winning, you know what I mean, goes to the roof, in my opinion. That's my opinion. Because he's the star of of that offense. He makes it go. And uh, like I was telling you before the show, I mean, he just went back to playing youth league football. You see, he was just out there having fun, Derek. And when you have a quarterback that's believing in himself and trusting himself and he's having fun, ha, that's how you get victories. Because he, but I'm, I'm going to talk about that later on, because that, that, that last drive that he made to win the ball game, oh, perfecto. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I like what you're saying. He did seem to play, you know, uh, quality throughout the game, you know, making the throws he needed to make. You know, I think he was he was pretty accurate overall, as well as the yardage got up in, in the uh, over 300 there, which you'd like to see. I mean, uh, I, I just thought the Lions did again what Matt Patricia has been preaching all along, which is he's kind of been saying you can't ride the wave. You know, you can't go up and down. You got to figure a way to kind of stay even keeled and in the biggest moments, find a way to make plays. And and I feel like there were some times in this game where they could have hung their head or they could have said, oh, you know, they just scored right before the half. Instead, what do they do with under 30 seconds left? They went, you know, 80 some yard. Well, not 80 yards, but they started at the 20, moved their way down the football field and got a field goal right before the half. So I thought that was a big swing point. And like I say, they just uh, clutched up at the end 
And that's what I want to see from this football team. So excellent stuff there. Benny, I got to ask you this. We've talked about Kenny Galladay a couple times. And again, you've dubbed me the GM of the show. My buddy Grifka, my other podcast, the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, says I'm always worried about dollars and cents and draft picks and this, that, and the other. And so I was a little hesitant of giving Kenny Galladay, you know, 18-some million dollars, four or five-year deal, you know, but this guy continues to ball out. He continues to make huge catches year after year, week after week. He's just a humble beast. Benny, CTC, man, cut the check. Cut the check for Kenny Galladay. Let's get this guy paid. Let's keep him in Detroit. Uh, I'm set. Uh, I'm ready I'm ready to write it out for him. Like, like, I told zeros. You. like I know, like I told you, I mean, <laughs> the young kid is balling out. He's, he's, he's doing his thing. Okay, in layman's term, he's a freak right now. He's a freak of nature. He's doing whatever he has to do. If the ball gets anywhere in his radius, he's catching it. Oh yeah, he's doing what he's supposed to do. But right now, I'm just not sold on cutting a check for eighteen and a half million dollars a year. You know, I like I told you. Now, when we get to week eight, you know, week ten. If he's still balling out like that, because all of that's going to be predicated on keeping my man upright. <laughs> Benny, we're already keeping the quarterback upright. See, you got you got me all upset. Now we got to have a half a little argument here off the top of the show. It's already week eight, first of all. He, this guy, if you've okay. been watching the last couple of years, he's been balling since we drafted this guy. It was great. He scored two touchdowns his first game in the league, and all he's done has been good. So I was just hesitant because I thought maybe you know we were going to build a different way, but this guy wins us ball games. He makes clutch plays every game that helps us uh, stay in football games and win. He's a skilled player. He's got size. He's he's got enough speed to get open. He can he can run after catch. I mean, he does everything you want. I just think it. I've seen enough now. I mean, I just I was a little just hesitant, but now I'm just like, hey, especially if you're gonna roll with Stafford for another couple of years, number 19's got to be by his side, be his number one. Uh, there you go. You ready? You ready to cut the check already? You ready to cut the check? But it, got... it's okay. You know. I, it's okay. Most GMs are never going to admit when they're wrong because <laughs> the older guys, I'm, I almost dated myself, the older guys, when uh, the great Barry Sanders was balling out and they wasn't cutting him a check and he had to keep producing year after year after year and they still wasn't cutting the check. You understand? Sometimes, see, you you you're one of those GMs that want to just give them the money. No, you know what I mean. I, I've I've come from the old school GM <laughs> uh, method where I say, show me and continue to show me. Then I'm gonna cut you the check. Ben, ben you're killing me this week. Like I'm. First of all, first of all, I'm the GM that that is a little bit. You know, I, I'm willing to pay premier players, but I don't want to pay everybody. So I was. Yeah, wait, no, no. I was you you want to play Mr. Look, look. Remember his name, Collins. Yeah, Jamie remember Collins. Yeah. He hasn't done anything yet. He hasn't done anything. What do you mean? He's playing better and better every week. He's made a couple big plays that helped us win a few of these ball games. Are we watching the same tape or what? Yeah, we're I, watching, we are. We are watching the same tape. Oh my goodness! See, 
I, I you know what? From a player's perspective, I look for guys who are making big money to make big plays all of the time, not just a sporadic play every now and then. Because I don't know about you, I hate to talk about other teams, but when I turn on the TV after watching my beloved Lions and I watch Mr. Donald play, man, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> He's earning that paycheck, buddy. Well, Ben, you can't go to the the greatest player on the defensive side of the ball. We're talking about oh, the Lions having yeah. money. We're talking about a guy like you act like Kenny Galladay just showed up last week and made a few catches. No, 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 like, no. Hold up. He's done Hold it up there. three, four years Hold in a row. Time to pay the man. I am not. I am not saying. Look, what did I just say? The young kid is I'm balling you. out. Yeah. He's so balling out. I'm just not so quick. You know what I mean? We we got about four more weeks. The money the money's gonna be there. I, look, don't think Mr. Quinn is sitting over there. Is gonna allow this young man to get out of Detroit. So let let's just let's just call it what it is. They're not gonna allow him to get out of Detroit. I mean, Before but it sounds season, like Benny Blades is willing to let him get get out of Detroit no, when he he's our biggest playmaker right now. No, Derek, that's not what I said. I said I just want to see that. For, you know what I mean? At least three, four more weeks. That's okay. all I said. Okay. Well, time time's ticking. I I've reached that point where where uh, let's sit at the table and let's sign some documents because I'm ready to do it. I changed my hey, Derek, tune. Derek, you, I, I I would love for you to be my GM because you just said pay the man, pay the man. Well, you know why I'd pay Benny Blades as my safety? Because he continually <laughs> makes plays and he's a leader and he's a humble dude and I don't have to worry about him. And so I know he's going to show up every single Sunday and help me win ball games. So yeah, I'm willing to CTC for him. Uh, some of these other what? guys, not so much. I, I don't remember like going on and on about Jamie Collins. I said they paid him 10, which was a little bit much. And and he's been doing kind of what you expected. He's hit or miss, but when he's on, he makes a big impact on that defense. And Benny, while we're half arguing here, let's look at the other $18 million player, Mr. Flowers. Mr. Flowers showing up now, getting pressures, getting fumble recoveries, making tackles. He made a fourth down stop in this Atlanta game that was a huge play. If you if you go back and watch the tape, they tried to throw a little screen pass out over his head. He was way out in the right flat and got his hand on the football. That's a turnover for the Lions. So the big money players are playing well, and Kenny needs to be one of those. Uh, I'm here to say it right now. You know, like I told you, we're not – look, you, you heard it first, Benny Blades and Mr. Quinn, if you're listening, if you ever <laughs> listened to Believe in Lions with your boy Benny Blades – and Derek Oakry, they're not letting him out of Detroit. Okay? He's the modern day Megatron, if you could put him in that category. Okay. So that, that's my whole I, thing. That's what I like to hear yeah. from you. Yeah, there he, we go. We're not we're not letting the young kid up out of here, okay? <laughs> but Derek, before we move to another subject, Mr. GM. What is this thing we, we we traded for a defensive end for the Dallas Cowboys? What is, what is that? I'm glad you mentioned that, Benny. I know the people want to hear a little bit more of our review for the uh, the Falcons ball game. We'll get back to that in a moment. But since you brought him up, since you brought up Mr. Griffin, Everson Griffin, 
uh, Mr. Blades is an absolute beast. I don't know if you've seen pictures of this guy, but he's yoke. He's the guy you send off the bus first because he's absolutely ripped to shreds. He's a he's a physical pass rusher. He's got a few little issues uh, that he's had in his past, but for the most part, he dominated the Detroit Lions every time we went and played him when he was in Minnesota. He probably had, you know, 15 sacks against the Lions alone. He had 13 sacks one year. He's a four-time pro bowler. I mean, he's a little bit older, but this guy's got some juice in the tank and he sounds really fired up so getting him for a six round pick to add to this pass rush uh, I absolutely love it and he's the type of guy Benny that you are going to just absolutely love if he makes plays because he's no nonsense he's nasty he's big he's physical he's the type of guy the Lions continue to look for similar to what I thought they had in Mike Daniels last year when they brought him in and he got uh, you know shut down by injuries and whatnot but Everson Griffin is nastier He's more of a rush end off to get get the quarterback. I think it's a great move. Great move by the Lions. Well, that's why I brought that up. I wanted you to tell the people great move by Mr. Quinn. See, if you aspire to be a GM, those are the kind of moves that you and that's a steal. You're getting a, you're getting a guy for a six round pick. That's a steal all day long. And so I, I'm just hoping he comes in and he gels with the with the with the locker room. That's first, and his play. I mean, if he can dominate on the field as a lion, as opposed to being a Minnesota Viking or a Dallas Cowboy, who sent here to beat up on my Matthew Stafford, I want to see Mr. Griffin come in and take our, our defensive line to a whole new level. Benny, I know I pub you every week that people can find you at Benny Blades 36, but you want me to read off a tweet from Mr. Griffin here uh, after the trade, a thing that he sent out to uh, all the people, all the Lions fans. You want me to read this to you? Yes, please. This is from Everson Griffin's Twitter at Everson Griffin. He writes, our journey continues to the great city of Detroit, to the Detroit fans, Y'all are getting a mother bleeping dog ready to eat at Lions. Thank you for blessing my family with another opportunity to be great. I can't bleeping wait. See y'all tomorrow. (laughs) Woo, he's ready. He's ready to get at it, Benny, and I'm ready to see him. We're not going to see him this week. We are going to, he's eligible to play against, guess who? At the Minnesota Vikings in week nine. Look out. Oh, baby. That should be something else. I can't wait to see number 98. He's going to be wearing that big 9-8 coming off the edge. I can't wait to see him. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you why. He, ooh, he, ooh, the young man has me excited because why? He's going back to a club. There's, there's, there's nothing like going back to a club that traded you away that thought you weren't good enough to play for them anymore. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> it's going to it's gonna be something else. It's time to wreck shop in that game. Oh, I man. <laughs> I cannot wait. Uh, no, no doubt. That's going to be good stuff. So I'm glad you brought that up. Benny, let's, uh, let's turn back a little bit to this ATL game. Like I said, uh, I was there um, really, to me, this ball game was kind of like, you know, um, 
Uh, got DeAndre Swift going a little bit there in the beginning. Uh, just a really sh nice shifty run. Um, kind of was plugged up. He made a little jump to the right, was able to get in the end zone. I love seeing that. Uh, Swift didn't have a very uh, big game in regards to yardage, but he still made an impact uh, finding the end zone. I thought that was good. And this first half was kind of back and forth. You know, like I said, the, uh, the Falcons scored to go up 14-7 kind of hanging our heads or, or in the stands kind of thinking oh man but we knew we got the ball after the half but sure enough Matt Stafford and company right down the field uh, Matt Prater hit a big 50 plus yard field goal I thought he uh, Prater came through big after missing a few so um, first half you know um, just hanging in there 14-10 uh, um, you know feeling pretty good and uh, really excited what they did out of the half what do you think to kind of start this ball game uh, how, how they fared early on well, I tell you what, I, I really think, you know, because my key to the game last week was what my corners, they, they you know what I mean? Yep. They, they, they played a little bit more aggressively this week than I've seen them in, in the last three or four weeks. And so for me, that was a, a plus because like I told you, the, the key was the corner play and not letting Matty ice get off to a great start. And yeah. so defensively, I, I think we played well enough because anytime you, you can hold any team in the National Football League, you know what I mean, to less than two touchdowns, that, that's a win for the defense, especially in today. And they were just consistently not letting them, you know, make, crucial third downs and getting our offense back to ball, you know, and, and like I said, I, I just love the way, you know, the, the quarterback play was Matthew Stafford played like a, a rookie. I mean, he was so energetic, you know, he, he was loose. He was making the throws that I, I really didn't see him Derek make the last two or three weeks. I mean, he was putting the ball where it was supposed to be put. And to me, the first half, that was the biggest key to the first half. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I also think, like you said, they, they Matt Ryan had a good game, but he was just kind of nickel and diamond all day. Um, you know, we we got a couple sacks, a big one in the second half. No interceptions, but we didn't let him go up over the top. You know, I kept telling my buddy Chops that was there with me. I was like, man, they're about to go play action and throw this ball 50 yards down the field to, to Julio or even to, to Calvin Ridley there. And it just never happened. You know, they're working the tight end. They're working these little short routes and lines were – um, you know, either right there in coverage or, or making good tackles, I felt, throughout the game. So I thought it was another good game for the defense. Uh, Todd Gurley may have had two touchdowns. Uh, thank goodness he had two rather than one. We'll get to that in a moment. Um, but he, he didn't put up a ton of yards, so the run defense was good again. And yeah, I just thought it was a, a quality game. Now, you brought up the corners, so before we get to the second half and, and what went down, I want to ask you about uh, Mr. Okuda, as we've uh, so famously talked about him on the show as, as Mr. Okuda. Now, um, I I want to hear your thoughts on him, and then I've got a question from my buddy Grifka that i got to ask you after that. So what do you think of Mr. Okuda? Is he getting better? Are you seeing things? Or you think uh, he's still got, got a little work to do to tighten up no, there? He Derek, here's what I truly think about the, the, the young guy. I think he's starting to feel a little bit more comfortable. Because like I, I, I tell you all the time, as a player, there's different schemes. And so what 
he was used to at Ohio State when you you can be a little bit more aggressive and then you come into um I don't know if they're running a zone or man over the top you know and, and that's the thing I really couldn't in the first four or five weeks pick out exactly what is he doing you know me and you talked about it sometimes he was he'll be off eight yards and then he'll start backpedaling from there you know and he was giving giving away too much and I just think right now he's starting to find himself a lot more in the pro game. And so, and I, and I think that's going to come a lot more with film study because, you know, people always look down on rookies, but that the film study is, is the biggest key to your whole week. I mean, you can see guys playing on real time speed when you watch them, let's say if I'm in my bye week, I'm watching a guy on TV, but when you're in front of him, those, those slight little moves that he makes, and you know, if you don't catch those on film, then your whole game is thrown off. And I just think right now he's, he's adapting to the game a lot better than he was the first four or five weeks of the season. I mean, I, I'm I, I'm still sold on the guy. I mean, I think he, you know, in time, he's going to be a star in this league. Yeah, I think he's getting more comfortable. I also think he's been, you know, we haven't seen the splash plays other than the one interception, which is great in Arizona. But one thing he's done in the last couple games that I've noticed is he's had a couple plays each game where he's really made some, some solid plays, you know, either in the run game or just tackling in general. So I think you, you don't have to worry about him there either. You know, some of these corners, they might make, you know, a, a dynamic play here or there, but they don't want to come up in the run game. Or I know Okuda had one play where he kind of came free off the, the left side, I believe it was, and, and really laid the lumber on somebody to stop him for no gain, which uh, he was getting some dap from Tracy Walker and some of the safeties for the, the read he made as well as the hit coming in there and really bringing, bringing his, uh, his his arms and his shoulders coming across the bow, as you might say, Benny. So I think he, I think he's got that, uh, that to him as well. So my question for my buddy Grifka, he was like, you got to ask Mr. Blades, you got to ask Benny Blades about this. We got this other corner. His name is A. Oh, Amani Oyewarie, he's out there getting <laughs> top, top reps. I mean, this guy's making plays. Um, Grifka wanted to throw at me, is he a number one corner? And I had to yell at him for about 10 minutes saying, like, he's he's out there playing good for the Detroit Lions, but I, he's not a number one NFL corner. He's our number one corner right now. I think this guy can settle in really nicely if True uh, True Font comes back. Okuda's out there. You know, AO can be a great three. He can be, um, you know, even a four when Justin Coleman is man in the slot area. But he's long. I've, I've liked what I've seen, but I'm not ready to just put the crown on him that he's a top, you know, elite corner in the NFL just because he's playing decent football right now. Well, here, here, here's a, it's a fine line between uh, one corner and a six corner. See how silent I got? <laughs> That's the difference between a one and a six. Because when you're playing in the National Football League, people always talk about, you know, the <laughs> measurables and all of that right there. If Mr. Okuda would have come in and he would have been a bust, you're gonna you you would have gotten to know that in the first 
four or five weeks. And for every week I told you, the kids getting more and more and more comfortable. Mr. A.O., as you affectionately called him. You're not uh, going to try that last name, Benny? You're not going to give that no, a go? No, no, I'm just going <laughs> to say affectionately A.O. <laughs> Mr. A.O. Yeah, Mr. A.O. <laughs> I, 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 that, that he, the, the kid reminds me of some great guys that I played with. People used to always say, well, they're not number one corners. Melvin Jenkins and Ray Crockett they people always doubted, you know, their ability. But when you get guys like that who rarely get beat, they're always in the right place at the right time. To me, they're 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 number one corners because that's what you look for. Not very many corners, and whether it be today's game or yesterday's game, are gonna be a Daryl Green. Okay, we're gonna be a Lester Hayes, we're gonna be a Deion Sanders. Those guys come around a rare in a lifetime. Okay, so AO, in my, my opinion, he can be a one corner if we need him to be a one corner because he's playing decent football. So tell Grifka. The, the guy can. I mean, I, I know you're you're the GM and you want him to be a four corner, but sometimes a fourth corner is pressing the service to where he has to be a one corner. Because when you trust me, because when you're playing safety, and that, as you put it, that fourth corner comes in the game and dying dime coverage, you want him to play like a one corner. So Mr. A.O., hey, keep doing what you're doing because I, I think the young kid, you know what I mean, is, is playing phenomenal football right now. He's where he's supposed to be when he's supposed to be there. And so I, that's all I can ask of him. Yeah. I guess we just got a little different view because I, I see a number one corner as a guy you just line up against that elite receiver all day, every day, no matter where he goes. And I feel like uh, AO right now is out there due to injury as well as it's his second year in the league. He's He was great at Penn State. He's, he's, he's really taking a leap forward. But do I really want him lined up against, you know, the Julios, the uh, Michael Thomases of the world? You know, not especially, but can I, can I put him against number twos and threes and feel good about it? Absolutely. So I, I think the Lions have a bright future at corner with him and, and Mr. Okuda there. But, um, you know, I, I still like having those Wiley vets or I'm always looking for that elite guy. Like you mentioned, they don't make too many of them. But if I can find a guy that can just lock you down, has elite speed, willing to tackle, you know, has playmaking, just crazy upside i'm always looking for that corner as well that's just a number one no doubt put him on the best guy and and follow him all day so we'll, we'll see what happens but uh there you go grifka the one and only mr benny blades he he likes him some ao i do as well hope he keeps playing good football all right benny we gotta keep no, it we gotta get to the on, second on. half i want to ask go I ahead, ask go ahead. i want to ask this question go ahead sir since we were talking about mr ao naming five elite corners that you could just lock them up man to man in today's game and you don't have to worry about them i can't name five uh i i don't know i mean the guy's having a little bit of a down year but uh 
you know, you go ahead and look at Gilmore over there with, uh, with the New England Patriots. He was defensive player of the year last year. He's a guy that you just send around with everybody. Um, I mean, I just have to think uh, for a moment. Okay. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm a name you won because the Rams just gave him a uh, 20 plus million a year. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Jalen yep. Ramsey. They said was that corner that didn't need any help from anybody. But every time I turn on the film, since he's been at the Rams, he's had a little bit of help, even with, the great Aaron Donald, where they have to get the ball out and lickety split. He still has a little bit of help. Today's game has changed to where you have that predominantly just all over the field, lockdown corner, no help needed. It's just not going to happen. Like well, I said, I, those guys come come around. It's it's rare. It's a rarity. Well, I mean. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of that, but as you gave me time to think, so you're talking about you, we got the top two, I think, which is, you know, Ramsey and Gilmore. Um, Tredavious White over with Buffalo is a guy that got paid, and he's a guy that just will find the best guy. You also have guys like uh, Lattimore when he's healthy with the Saints. He, he's been a stud since college, and he just lines up against the best people. I mean, Darius Slay, that's what he did when he was with Detroit. He has had his struggles in, in Philly, but he was becoming that number one guy where he would just line up and go play him so you know those are just a few names but you know Patrick Peterson back in his heyday was that kind of guy so I mean those were a couple names I jotted down once I had a moment to think about it but um you you know those stud guys are guys that are very valuable so like those are the guys I'm willing to pay as the pseudo GM of the show whereas an AO is a good guy to have he took him in the fifth round I thought he was more of a second third rounder and he's coming into his own, which is great to see. You want him to outperform, you know, where he was taking and which he is definitely doing at this point. But again, he struggled last year. He didn't get on the field to the end of the year. So I'm, I'm always also not willing to anoint guys right off the bat. I feel like I've seen some good things. He's got to keep it going. And then I, I hope that his ceiling is high. So we'll see what he does. But I agree with your point with Ramsey. He's highly paid. He's a big guy, but he also, um, you know, isn't, isn't completely locked down. So, um, you know, yeah, corners are, are one of those positions I value a lot. So I feel like, right. you know, we've got some young ones, but both of them aren't fully there yet. And I would still love to have that lockdown guy. Well, hopefully we can, we can find that lockdown guy, but, like I say, those those guys come around, you know, a few in a lifetime. So yeah. hopefully we'll we'll be able to find one, you know, like a, a what is it? The we, best we've ever had in Detroit was Lim Barney. Right. Oh yeah, no <laughs> doubt. We we can get by with with Mr. Okuda, Ao, Justin Coleman, and a healthy Trufant. We can get by with them. I would love to see them together for a few games here in the next few weeks. Hopefully that will happen. Hey, Benny, we've been trying to get back to this game forever. Can we finish out this amazing finish in Atlanta? Because yes, yes. we, we still got to talk yes. about the Colts here today, yes. too. Okay, right. okay. So back to the Atlanta. So we come out of the half. We we uh, we come out of the half. We get points. We, we still, throughout the game, didn't have the lead. Like, it was 14 for the Lions, 16 for the Falcons, and... Matt Prater, I believe, made a field goal, or he missed a field goal, and then we ended up making one to put us up two. So we're just fast forward in here. We're up two. The Atlanta Falcons have it with about four minutes or so to go. 
unfortunately, they did what many thought they would do. They methodically went down the field on the defense and set themselves up for, you know, they continued to get first downs. The clock continued to wind. The Detroit Lions used all their timeouts. Benny, the Atlanta Falcons were inside the 10 and had just got a bone-crushing first down that just shattered all Lions fans, me included, sitting there. They are now basically on or inside the 10 with a first down. All they need is a field goal to win. And then this happens. They hand it off to Todd Gurley. Why they handed it off and didn't just take a knee and center the football, I'll never know. They hand it off. He runs, and the Detroit Lions let him go. Yet Will Harris kind of grabs him and then gives him a nice little shove. And Todd Gurley scores a touchdown for no reason to put them up six or put them up five points. We're going crazy. Then they uh, no put them up four points, right? Because then they went for two, which put them uh-huh. up six. Like we didn't care if you went for one or two. We know that number nine has got to get the football and go score a touchdown. I cannot believe we still had a chance. I'm up there going, come on, number nine, one time. You've done it before. Go ahead and do it again. And sure enough, he drives him right down the field with some huge plays to throw a touchdown. Benny, I've even got audio. This is Dan Miller and your guy, Lomas Brown, on the final play. Listen to this. Here we go. That's it. The money play. This is it. Let's see what the Lions dial up. Two seconds to go. From the Falcon, 11-yard line, down by six. Final play of the game. Stafford empty out of the gun. He's got it back. Looks, looks, pumps one, steps up, looks, throws, and Yes! Yes! down Detroit Lions. TJ Hawkinson, yes! they did it. They've tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? Yes, How big is that? Matthew Stafford magic. And give the big fellas some love up to front, up front because they gave Matthew the time that he needed to scan the field, to pump it, to bring it back down, to step up and to find T.J. Hawkinson coming across the end zone. Awesome play by the Detroit Lions. Extra point away yes. from winning it. Yes. <laughs> Oh, what do you, what do you think about that, Benny? What, what do you think about how I teed it up? Your boy Lomas on the mic. We got Dan Miller going crazy. What do you think about all that? Well, I tell you what, he didn't say the name right like you always. T.J. Hawkinson with the <laughs> win, baby. <laughs> Lions win. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to talk to Lomas when I get there on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. T- tell him it's not always about the big fellas. He had to work in the offensive line on the call just to make sure he got that in. <laughs> you, you see, he, he worked that in, right? But he, he's been known I'm, to say okay. yes a few I'm, times on some of those calls. Yes is his go-to line, but that's okay. We we know no. Lomas was an incredible player. We'll let him get away with it. Yeah, but I want to go. I want to go back for a second. You see how dejected. Todd Gurley was when he accidentally scored the touchdown. Oh, that was so great. He just, he felt like a little baby curled up in, in bed right on the goal line. Right. You know, mo, mo, look, most people would have been ecstatic for scoring a touchdown. I have never seen an NFL player feel so bad about scoring. I mean, 
you, you know those cartoons where you, you, start, you start to shrivel up? <laughs> That's how he felt walking back to the sidelines. He's like, uh, I cannot believe I just did that. I mean, it's it's a horrible play on so many levels. There's even audio that came out uh, a day or two ago where Matt Ryan looked at Todd Gurley and said, all right, don't score, go down. And Todd Gurley said, yeah, okay, I, I know. <laughs> and then like a minute later, he scored. Like, what, what what's going on there? I have no idea. Like, even the push by Harris wasn't enough to make him, you know, he could have easily went down way before that point. Right. So I, I don't care. We were all going crazy because all the Lions fans right by me was like, that was the only chance we had. My buddy Chops actually looked at me the play before, and he said, they should let him score. And I said, they won't score. They'll just go down. He goes, no, nah, Todd Gurley will forget, and he'll score. And I was like, no, I don't think so. And then he did it, and I just my jaw was on the ground. I couldn't believe it. Now, I didn't know if Nine was going to get it done, but I sure hope so. And, and man, he went right down the field and, and had a couple big throws, you know, one uh, big one to Kenny right at the end where all the confusion happened. Benny, I don't know if you noticed, but Kenny Galladay caught that ball on the seven. They went and reviewed it, and they said it was a catch, and then they randomly put the ball at the 11-yard line. <laughs> so they made it harder on us. They gave them three, four oh, yards really? for no reason, which is crazy. Yeah, we uh, we totally got job there for, for oh. no reason. And, and number seems, nine made a hell of a play. No, but see, here's the thing. Why I'm sold on Mr. Galladay, because – in clutch moments, the kid he comes up and makes big plays. So that's why I, I know. Um, listen to me, Mr. GM of the show. I'm about to this go off on you, so go ahead. No, they're, they're not going to let the kid up out of here because he shows up clutch. Matthew Stafford, well, I think what is 30 plus uh, fourth quarter, yep. last minute drive wins. Yep. So, I mean, those two, I think for the next at least two to three years, I think Matthew has that left in him, can be a, a formidable pair. They're not going to let him up out of there. And so I'm, look, when I saw that, man, I was like, I was at, I was at work and it was like, Benny, why are you yelling like that? <laughs> I was like, look, we win, baby, we won. And so... Like, are you nuts? What what is what is wrong with you? And so it is for me, it's always great to win, but when I have to work, I have to keep my, my voice down. <laughs> you you, you gotta just look at him and tell him you got a B-L-E-A-V, everybody. Come on now. Lions snatching a victory from the jaws of defeat. Unbelievable. And and like you said, I think this was a big win. Um, I don't care who the opponent was. They they got two in a row. You are confusing me today by saying Kenny Galladay, you love him. He's clutch. He's this, but you don't want to pay him yet. I'm the guy no, that often says I don't want to pay no, him. No, and then I'm wait, saying wait, pay no. him and you're arguing with me. I don't get it. No, no, no. Yeah, we are going to argue. I didn't say I, I'm not going to pay him. I just don't want to pay him right now. Okay, well, I've been trying to just tell no. you that he he's his contract is up. The time is only getting more expensive when he continues to play. I don't know how much longer you want to wait because, I mean, that's a GM move is to wait it out to the last minute. But there's no time left, Benny. The time to wait out was two years ago. Now it was time to pay him before this year. Now the price is only going up. So no, just get it done. That, just that, get it that's done. That's a GM move. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make him wait a little while, make him sweat a little bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Kenny went on Instagram a week or two ago, and he said, uh, "Y'all better believe this going this going to cost you." <laughs> so, so he ain't sweating anything. He knows he's getting paid. He's just telling Bob Quinn and company, uh, "Yeah, tack a couple more zeros on when this does get done because I keep playing great football." So, we'll see what happens. Hey, Ben, you know what we got to do? We normally preview the next game. We got no time for a preview. So, uh, this was a great win by the Lions. I had a ton of fun in the ATL. I uh, got a win win um for our team like i said i would i b-l-e-a-v it would happen i brought it home i mean we just need to say a couple words about this colts game colts coming into ford field lines have won two in a row colts coming off a bye just in general what do you think about this game we're not going to dive into it we'll give a little prediction and then we'll get up out of here for this week well i'm just gonna go right into the prediction you know i i think um Matthew Stafford has an offense going in the right direction. I think defensively, we're playing good enough. We're not playing great defense as of yet, but we're playing good enough to win ball games. And so my prediction this week is the Indianapolis Colts is going to score 21, but the Lions are going to score 28. I, I I really I really think we we have enough to beat the Indianapolis Colts. I know a lot of people, you know, you know, are high and mighty on on the, on the Colts. I'm just not sold on them, and I, I I mark my Lions down and I bet on my Lions. Put up put up that V, Benny. No, I put up the B L E A V. Baby, I put up the V for the victory. That's what I did. I don't know about everybody else, but everybody else can go. Uh oh. And what? <laughs> they they, they got to believe, Benny. I mean, they're going to put up a V just like your Hurricanes did. Are the Hurricanes going to put up a V this weekend? I'm not sure. They, they, who, who are my Hurricanes even playing this weekend? I, oh I mean, I, I thought you would know. My Wolverines got Sparty, mm-hmm. so I, I know who my team's playing. I thought, I thought wait, a minute, have wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you just say Sparty? Yeah, Michigan, Michigan State this week. Sparty oh, coming oh, uh, oh, to, oh, to play those Wolverines. We're going to put that beat down on those on those fools. Oh, wait a minute. You guys are playing where? In Ann Arbor? Oh, geez. Now you, now you got me. I don't know where it is, to be honest, but it doesn't matter. We could play this on Pluto. We're going to take care of the Sparty. No, 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 no. They, no, they just no, lost no, no. to Rutgers, Benny. Come on now. Oh, man. You kidding me? Benny, I'm looking at your schedule. I, I basically just asked you because I want to play this. I can't get through an episode without dropping that beat, but you got, you got NC State. You're 12th in the country, the U is. I mean... Gosh, it's it's all about that you, except for when the Wolverines play. See, I know you you like dropping that you song. It's okay though, but I mean, I'm, I'm gonna tell you why I didn't even know we was playing NC State. Oh, because yeah, look, <laughs> we can, we we just came off a Virginia team that every. Single year we played Virginia. Virginia has given us all the <laughs> itchy double hockey sticks we can handle. 
And every year we play them, whether it's a win or loss, it's a letdown the next week. I don't, I don't know why, but I'm always going to believe in my Hurricanes like I believe in the Lions. I don't care if we're playing, you know, the Detroit Lions. I'm going to what? Still, because that was my first love. You know, I'm, 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 I'm like a father. You know, you love all your kids, but your first love is the first one. And so if my Canes were playing the Lions, I'm going to bet on my Canes because I oh. just, <laughs> the, the, the people sorry. don't want to hear that, Benny. Come on. You know what the name of the show is. They, they, they don't want to hear you. Go I know he's believing the Lions, but Derek, listen. <laughs> I grew up where I for 25 cents, that's how much the Whoppers were back in, back in those days. <laughs> I go buy me a Whopper and I can go to the Hurricanes game. <laughs> now, you can't even get in Hurricane games. Well, that's because of COVID. <laughs> right. I mean, Benny Blades can get in, you know what I'm saying? Sideline passes, but everybody else out of luck. Benny, hey, I'm looking at hey, the hey. schedule. Well, what kind of cupcake schedule is this? NC State, VaTech, Georgia Tech, Wake, and then you finally play a ranked team, North Carolina, at the end of the year? That that doesn't look like a Big Ten-type schedule to me. That That's some other type of conference, wherever you guys okay, play. Okay, well, who, who are you guys going to play? Michigan State, Rutgers, Purdue, Wisconsin, that team down south, you know, all those other good teams, Iowa, all those teams that would just give the U heck. Are you you serious? Did you just say that, Derek? We're going to end the show with an argument because there is no way you're going to tell me you guys have the cupcake schedule of all cupcake schedules. What this is this is big no, no, boy no, no, ball no, no, up no, here no. in the Big Ten. We're not playing. No, no. We're not playing. Uh, let me look at the rest of your schedule. We already played UAB. Oh yeah, that was a tough one for you. You got some school. It doesn't even have a name. It just says B dash CU. I don't even know what that means. But you won sixty three zero. Like look at look at these. These aren't even teams you got. I don't even know. These are these are like practices you're having against teams in no, the no, Big no. Ten. We, we, we strap the, it up. We, we, we strap we it up to put and play. Those on because we don't get to play the Northwesterns. We don't get to play the Minnesotas. We don't get to play the Akron's of Ohio that you guys put them on every now and then just so Akron can come and get a check. We don't get to do that. Benny, the only Miami that'll come play Michigan's Miami of Ohio. We can't get the U up here to, to, to play in the big house. I mean, uh, I me and you are supposed to be working on that, but uh, I don't think your boys yeah. want to come up north to get, no, to no, get handled. You're going you to make me go down there and see Blake Blake James. Blake. <laughs> okay, you call up the Michigan, baby. We got to put them on the schedule. Please do. We will get Mr. Reed on that. Get get Mr. Ed Reed on that project as well, because yeah, I want to see that go down. I can't believe you're 12. Congratulations. I mean, that's something to hang your hat on. I mean, you're you're up there usually where the uh, winged helmet is with that kind of ranking. So, I mean, oh there, there you go. Well, it's gonna be a lively show next week <laughs> when the what the Miami Hurricanes get the V and the Michigan Wolverine. Uh oh. Are you going to be wearing the V? Oh, come on now. All right. So, so you got the lion squeaking out of victory. I like that prediction. We got a little tangent there for me. Like, 
here, here's where I'm at with this ball game. Just sum it up. I, I agree with you that I do like the Lions offense based on how Stafford's playing. He's got some mojo. Our offensive weapons are healthy. The thing that I'm looking at, like when I was looking at some of the numbers and kind of just seeing where this game was at, the Colts, like, I don't know what to think. They have some good defensive, like, numbers, but I heard a, a podcast earlier today where the guy said, you know, they their corners were having a tough year. So I don't know what to think because, like, I, I want to say their numbers said they're 200 passing yards or less per game, which is incredible. But um, you, you got to make sure Jonathan Taylor doesn't house call it on us, and you got to figure out how to put up points on this defense. And it's going to be hard for the Lions to get home because the, the Colts hang their hat on the offensive line. So I, I think, you know, I predicted this would be a little bit more of a ho-hum game because I've been predicting big scores all year, like, what, 40-some? I asked for one game, 35. This game, I'm going to just pull it down quite a bit, and I'm going to say 24 for the Lions and 17 for the Colts. I feel like Phil Rivers turns it over a few times, and the Lions defense just kind of has another good day. And Matt Stafford and his company have enough to get 21, 24 points up there. And like you said, no experts are picking the Lions, but me and you, both got a third win for the Lions, putting them at four and three if they can get this done. So uh, this is a big turning point ball game. They got to have it, Benny. I, I believe, B-L-E-A-V, that they got to have this one. Well, I wholeheartedly believe that the Lions will win. At the end of this game, we'll be four and three, sitting pretty, baby. That would be huge. Uh, heading to Minnesota with Everson Griffin and company. The trade deadline, Benny, is next Tuesday. So the Lions might not be done making moves. We might have more trades to talk about. Me and you will definitely get into college football next week. Um, more smack talk throughout the year now that both our teams are playing. And I love what you had to say this week about the cornerbacks. We had a little back and forth about Mr. Kenny G. I said CTC. You said wait and see. So we'll uh, see what happens there. That's going to be interesting. And uh, yeah, our lines are on a little streak. Gotta love it. Um, we uh, BLEAV as we do each week. We thank everybody for listening so much. Everybody take care. Have a great weekend. We'll be back next week right here on Believe in Lions. Take care, everybody. We're out. I believe, I believe, I believe. If I can get respect from these guys, I'm a darn well get respect and I'm going to demand the respect from anyone else. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.